Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Christian Music Bro Podcast, or should I say Christian Music Bro Podcasting, because Braddon's disappeared. Braddon, I know you're working, but we miss you. Come back. I, I need you here. But anyway, thank you for joining us. Um, If you remember, if you like what you're hearing, please like, follow, and subscribe to our Instagram page, our YouTube page. We're also on Spotify and Apple, but we're more active responding on YouTube and Instagram if you want to get a hold of us. Today, I'm sitting down with Elon Musk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have a lot of look like. And you just told me how to pronounce your name, and I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong again, but this is Matt Sassana. Hey, man. How's it going? So, yeah, you you got you uh, kind of introduced me with the Elon name. I've got various nicknames. Elon Musk is probably the most popular. Um, Tiger Claw, and then, of course, Matt Sassano. So, I'm glad to be here on the Christian Music Bros podcast, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for taking some time to join us, even though Braden's not here. Here, we'll just have a hologram, Braden. Oh, wait, if I could have pulled out that one, we could have. So we're just going to dive in. Can you give us a little bit a little bit about your background? Yeah, man. So I am uh, currently in Tennessee. Uh, I moved here in 2014, originally from upstate New York, um, was raised as a pastor's son from an early age. I remember, you know, just being heavily involved in, you know, youth group. And just every time the church doors were open, we were there. Um, I got to um, see a lot of the great sides of church life and everything and um, really was heavily involved in the church, uh, the youth group worship team from a young age. Um, my first beginnings in music was playing bass for the youth worship team. Um, I got to see a lot of the great sides of uh church life and music was one of the things that really made me feel empowered um, throughout my life. Like I uh, grew up, the first thing that I really remember listening to was like a tooth and nail compilation CD that a couple of friends um, from my church gave me. And uh, from there, man, I just really loved everything to do with, with music and kind of rock culture. Um <clears throat> Like I said, I kind of got to see some of the, the great sides of church life, but behind the scenes, there was a lot of bad things that happened. So, um, you know, uh, rock really kept me going and uh, really inspired me um, behind the scenes. My dad was a preacher and there was a lot of like hidden abuse um, and stuff like that. And so um, I remember from like a young age, just having to battle through a lot with my mental health, with things like that. And that's kind of what my music is about today is helping people that feel disenfranchised that, um, you know, str struggle with disabilities like myself. And so, um, yeah, that's really just kind of what my music has been about and really what keeps me going throughout this whole time. Also looking back, um, what's fast forward. You're now, in, we were talking a little bit before this, you're in Tennessee. Now, can you tell us about what made you move to Tennessee and how you got involved moving to Tennessee? Yeah, man. So I was involved in music. Um, my first band project was 2011. And I was in this band called Transparent. We had kind of developed a local and regional following. And through like a weird uh, course of events, one of the first songs I ever wrote um, called Bridges was included on the NASCAR video game soundtrack uh, for um, this game called NASCAR, the video game or NASCAR, the game Inside Line. And so we were picking up some steam. Um, but what had kind of happened was we had some band disputes and that band kind of quickly dissolved after a certain point. 
And I just remember kind of feeling really hopeless. Like I was like, I don't know really what I'm going to do next. Like I invest all my time and energy into this band and, you know, it just, it just kind of crumbled. And so um, my stepdad and my stepmom, who have always kind of been pretty highly supportive of what I do um, musically, were, um, saw that Disciple was holding a Kickstarter campaign um, for their album at the time. I think it was the Attack album, if y'all have listened to the Attack album. And uh, the deal was that if you contributed enough money to their campaign, you could meet those guys in studio. So we gave some money to their campaign, helped that album get, you know, um, started and everything. And uh, as as kind of like a, a, you know, a perk, we got to meet the band in studio down in Tennessee where they were recording that album. And that's where we met the first producer that we met down in this area called uh, named Travis Wyrick. And it kind of just opened the floodgates for us to move here and kind of establish ourselves. And so I have to thank you know, uh, Disciple and Travis Wyrick for, you know, bringing our attention to this area. We love it. And now, you know, things have come full circle. I'm working now with Josiah from Disciple on my music. And so, hey, man, it's been quite the quite the journey since 2014. Can you tell us how it has been a little bit working with Josiah? You just brought up you were working with Josiah from Disciple. Can you tell us how that's been for you? Man, it has been an awesome experience. Like I said, I came into this as just as much, uh, you know, I'm a music person and I, you know, play, of course, and do all these concerts. But first and foremost, I'm a fan. So I remember, you know, in my little small town of maybe a few thousand people, um, you know, walking around town, bored out of my mind, just blaring disciple music out of my headphones. And so to think that, you know, this many years later, I would be fortunate enough to now go on, you know, four tours with Seven Day Slumber and be working with Josiah. Uh, it's just an amazing experience, man. He's got so much insight and uh, really just um, an awesome guy to work with. It's one of those studio environments that's he pushes you as, as an artist, but it's always like a fun time to be there, like, you know, and just it's one of the best uh, studio experiences I've ever had. And just to be looking across the room and see like here in one year, the people that you've really looked up to for years say, man, I really like what you wrote there is, is a crazy experience as somebody who just came from like a small town that didn't assume any of this would ever happen. You said you've been on like four tours of seventh day slumber and if I correct me if I'm wrong, but you're with Rockfest records. I remember seeing that. Is that still yeah statement i know some people change record levels or go independent from there yeah so um yeah man i've been going strong on Rockfest records since about my second tour with uh seventh day slumber and uh yeah man it's just been an awesome time getting to know their, them and their team um we're gearing up for some new music here coming out here soon and so they're going to be helping me with a new release and uh just got to really thank Joe and the rest of their team for like just taking me under their wing and and helping me out quite a bit. Like when I first went on my first tour with Seven Day Slumber, um, nobody knew me, you know, so it was kind of like a risk for Joe to take me on. It could have been it could have ended either way. And so for him to kind of stick his neck out and, you know, do that for somebody who really wasn't known at the time, you have to really commend the guy for it. That's very cool. And it looks like you released an EP a few 
years ago. It might have been like 2022. I forgot. I had it all written down and I still want to look at my doctor. Oh, you're all right, man. <laughs> but it was called In the Finds. Can you tell us a little bit about that EP? Yeah, man. So it's my first EP that I recorded with Josiah going into this whole recording process. It was just like I wanted to kind of turn the corner and, you know, kind of create the most vulnerable music that I've ever maybe created. Um, you know, sometimes as an artist, you kind of reach a, a time where, you know, maybe not that I meant to, but I felt like before In Defiance, I maybe wasn't writing my most genuine. And there was a lot of things that I wanted to discuss on this record. And as I was creating it, you know, um, I guess, you know, you could say God just kept directing the steps, you know what I'm saying? Like my, um, I had gone into studio with, you know, five songs and just watched that EP change, um, you know, over time. Like it was kind of our original plan to do a different set of songs. But as I was um, preparing for the EP, one of the things that happened was um, my first breakout number one single on Christian rock radio, Not My Name, wasn't written yet. And I just felt this really strong impression saying, you know, Matt, you've uh, written about a lot of things, but you've never talked about the main thing that's kind of been the central theme of your life, and that's having disabilities. And growing up, I, you know, ha I have two disabilities. I have a cerebral palsy, and I have another disability called um, dyscalculia. And so not my name is talking about all the labels that people put on you as somebody who either deals with a disability or is the black sheep. And um, really, that was kind of my first single that really made a difference, but it really wasn't something that I anticipated for. It came as kind of an afterthought and uh, really opened up an important discussion about people who suffer with disabilities and, and labels. And then looking at that EP, there was a big song off it, Dear God. Can you tell us a little bit about that song and about your music video? I watched the music video maybe like three times before we met absolutely so dear god was such an amazing time to to film like i remember uh you know going in i had the chance to work with joel burris on the music video but essentially that song if you look at the video is just uh, you know the song and the video are pretty much like they go hand in hand so mm -hmm. when i was at my lowest when i was dealing with depression and you know abuse and questioning my future you know, I spent a lot of time in isolation. And in that isolation, you know, I used to, you know, just to kind of clear my mind and, and get things off my chest, I used to write letters to God, and ask him what his plan was for my life and, you know, vet my frustrations. And I had kept this prayer journal for a series of many, many years, you know, and just had so many entries in it about like, talking to God about like, you know, why, why this, why that, why are these vices here? You know, um, why do I have to struggle? And so, uh, dear God is basically based on the prayer journal that I had written that, you know, every entry in that journal started off with dear God, and then had like what I was going through. And, um, in the video, you see me, you know, in this dark lit room or, you know, dim room, which symbolizes kind of the isolation that I felt I couldn't drive because of my disability. So I felt really, you know, isolated a lot of the time. And then I'm writing letters to God and having flashbacks, you know, and the flashbacks are, um, 
me being kind of like mistreated or abused by my pastor father, which was, you know, definitely a big part of my upbringing. And so that, that is one of those videos that um, I know Rockfest Records was even like, wow, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty crazy, but uh, let's do it, man. And so I just have to commend the team for allowing me to take creative control and, um, you know, producing something that's really raw and authentic. Yeah. And let's flash forward to the present. Do you have any new music EPs coming out for the fans that are watching the podcast episode? Yeah, man, we're really excited. It's going to be so awesome. Um, on October 20th, 2023, um, I want to say that like three, four times, October 20th, 2023, uh, remember it because we're coming out with a new single called Fuel, dude. And um, this song is basically like the sentiment of it was inspired by the scripture, the like um, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And throughout my life, I've just seen so many people that kind of made it their life's mission to kick me while I was down. And, you know, it's really an underdog story of just like whatever they did to you, whatever the, the bad things that happened to you um, don't have to be the end of you, that they can actually propel you to, um, you know, to go the right direction. And that's really what the song is about. We're really excited. Um, I just got the artwork like two days ago and it's, uh, I'm so excited about this song. If you like the stuff on in defiance, or maybe you're just, you know, looking for a great place to pick up and start listening to Elon Musk over here. Uh, <laughs> it would be a great place to start. So we're excited, man. Yeah. Um, we just have a few extra minutes. Do you have anything you want to bring up? Talk about the floor is yours. Oh uh, yeah, man. So, uh, really excited about everything coming up. Um, like I said, a lot of my music goes out to people with mental health issues and stuff like that. Um, and so I never want to forget people who are maybe dealing with a mental health battle. Um, if you go, we created our own website. So if you go to, it's kind of a long title, but your dear God letter dot squarespace dot com. Um, it tells a little bit about my story. And on the second page, there's actually a number to a helpline called the hope line where there'll be 24 hour um counselors available if somebody's going through something really dark we want to make sure that we know you, you know that we we care for you and that there's an outlet there and some contact information to reach out so your dear god letter dot squarespace dot com and uh man hopefully people will reach out and get some help and for those listening or watching streaming whatever you are doing i'll drop the link in the comments so if you want to, you can check the link out in the comments for everyone that's listening awesome man thank you you're welcome uh, again thank you for joining us i know this interview wasn't the longest interview but we like to keep them nice and brief but thanks again for joining us hey man thank you so much and uh yeah be on the lookout for the new music man i'll be looking out for what you guys are doing as well Thank you. And to everyone that tuned in, thank you for tuning in to this episode. We'll see you next time. And don't worry, Brad will be with me next time, I promise. Take care, everyone. Have a great week.